Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is SENZ. It is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo. And uh, joining us on the phone is Phoenix Royalty, really. Uh, One of the great leaders of the team, Andrew Durante. G'day, Jura. How you doing? I'm very good, Ricardo. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. I, I can hear that you've uh, you've you've embraced being back in Australia. That accent's a hell of a lot stronger than last time I talked to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been back a little while now and um, done a done a trip around Australia. So I've, I've fully embraced the Aussie accent again. And my daughters left New Zealand as full blown Kiwis, and now they've lost uh, the Kiwi accent as well. So they're, they're all they're all up for a chance for a dance uh, at some point, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, on on your trip around Oz, uh, did you find that there were places where the accent was that much stronger than other places? Yeah, it's actually yeah. The you know when when you uh, you come back and you travel around, you actually realise uh, for me, South Australian accents are probably the the most Australian I reckon it's it's quite a noticeable one where I never really took notice of it before but yeah doing this travel now I realize that the South Australian one's quite a a different accent yeah mate well they're they're, they're a bit different in South Australia full stop I think aren't they? <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> that's it mate now you've, you've actually got a job uh with Western United who hosts the Phoenix tomorrow night and uh it's it sounds like um you know, something quite interesting, something right up your alley. Player welfare development manager at Western United. How's that developing that role, and 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 what exactly do you do? Yeah, it's a it's a new role that the the club has um, you know implemented, and obviously with myself and and the former player, and understand the kind of setbacks in the game and and the the challenges that players will face. You know, they've got me there as kind of a mentoring role and. Just to help guide these players, I deal with a lot of the younger players, as as you could imagine, and those guys who are transitioning into the imp- professional environment. And, and I just help with all matters kind of away from the field. If, if they want to um, study, I help facilitate that. If they want to see a sports psychologist, a nutritionist, um, just anything that um, can make them a better player and a better person uh, off off the pitch, um, then I'm there to, to help support them and, and guide those guys. So, yeah, really enjoying it. Um, I, I have another role at the club as well. I'm the assistant coach of our under-23s team, which play in MPL2 here in Victoria. So really enjoying um, both sides of, of, the, uh, of that of football. Yeah, awesome. I'll talk to you about your coaching in a minute, but it just uh, one thing I was reading up on uh, before this interview, um, because I know, hard to believe, but I actually do do prep, uh, Jura, uh, but um, <laughs> is that uh, Western United have recently launched under-14, under-15, under-16 and under-18 uh, comps um, th- th- that are green and black sponsored. So you've got a, uh, basically like an academy now set up. How much work are you doing with those kids? Because, you know, that's the thing in England, particularly in the professional environment over there, they find is that, you know, a kid at 14 gets a, a contract uh, to be part of a, a club academy and all of a sudden they think they've made it and everything else goes out the window. Yeah, so it's, uh, like you said, it's a, it's a brand new um, set up at, at the club. You know, we, we only had the 21s and 23s previously, but now we've branched out and gone, uh, like you said, from the 14s right up to the 18. So really big um, expansion for the football club, really exciting one. Um, but 
yeah, we try to keep all the messages that from the first team um, that that the club set and the values and the standards that the that the first team set. We try to filter that all the way um, down to the 14, so they know as they progress through the ranks um, what it means to to play for West United, the club's values and and beliefs. So yeah, really good. Uh, I haven't worked. Uh, a hell of a lot yet. It's only just been formed, but I'm sure as as my role progresses, then yeah, I will filter down into that space and 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 help guide and mentor these younger guys coming through as well. And how are you finding the coaching space, mate? I mean, that uh, I know you've been a leader, you've been a captain. Um, it feels from the outside looking in, at least that that almost makes sense. It's you know the the correlation is there. It's just the next step. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's um, you know my first kind of real. Uh, coaching um, beginning so yeah I, I love it it's um, you know I, I love passing on you know the different um, scenarios that I've been in and, and the, the challenges that these guys are going to face and it's a really good space because the next step for these guys is professional football is the first team up with up with John Aloisi so you can be hard on them you can be demanding on them because they need to realise what it takes to be uh, up in that in that professional environment, it's, it's a lot faster, it's a lot quicker, it's a lot more demanding. So you can really push these guys and push them out of their comfort zones. And that's something that, that I enjoy. I love seeing um, when you give them information and then they start to take it on board and they start implementing it for games. It's a really rewarding thing to see. So, um, they, you know, these guys are improving so much. Um, and look, it's early morning starts. We, we coach them before school starts because a lot of them are all... Uh, at school or, or have jobs, uh, so it's pretty much all under twenty ones players. Uh, so it's uh, we arrive at five thirty in the morning and, and they're on the park at six thirty in the morning. So it's uh, it's early starts. Yeah, uh, they've got to really want it. I mean, one of the things that I've noticed um, getting older is that the young players coming through have got that much more of a skill set um, and, and and things and things they can do on the ball with the ball. Um, you know, blow anything out of the water that you know. I was seeing at the same age playing at that level. Um, but I guess the thing that you can't teach, the thing that you can't coach, and where you find out the guys who are going to make it, the guys who aren't, is the ones that are going to be there at 5.30 in the morning and the ones that have got the attitude and the work rate. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, like you said, really, really talented, skillful kids. There's some kids that can do stuff that I could never do. And, and now it's about the whole package. It's trying to get those guys with the really good skills to understand the other part of the game where it's hard work, it's grafting, it's, you know, backs against the wall at times and, and how can you grind out a result? And, um, you know, I think sometimes because they're the better kids of their age group they and they come up against other opposition, they're maybe a little bit easier. They think the game's quite easy. But, um, you know, now that we've gone up to MPL 2, they'll be playing against men, you know, 30-year-olds, uh, you know, hardened, um, you know, guys that are in that semi-professional league here and it's going to be a really good test for them because they'll be, you know, up against these guys who have the experience that are a lot more physical, uh, probably a lot smarter in terms of uh, game awareness. So a big challenge for them, um, but it's the best way for them to grow is to be put in these situations against, um, you know, more experienced players. But, uh, yeah, look, they're, they're going great, um, you know, in terms of technique and, and, and physical presence. They're, they're really, really good. Um, now it's just learning the game, um, different situations and how to manage games uh, at different times. So that's what we're trying to instill in them a, a lot in this age group. You still pull the boots on at all? Uh, I join in training sometimes. <laughs> but um, I, I played a, a, an over-35s competition um, you know, probably a few months ago, but since then I haven't done anything. But I do enjoy 
joining in with the guys every now and then. And um, yeah, it's good, uh, especially when I, I join in at the back and I can kind of give these guys, instead of telling them how to do things, you know, I can show them and, and what it looks like to lead them and, and push the line up and bring the guys across and organize the people in front of them. So it's another way um, that I like to coach as well is by joining in at times. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just I noticed uh, something that Manchester United have done, and I know there's a, a bit of a difference in budget between Manchester United and Western United, but something they've done recently is a few years ago they brought an ex-player back, a guy called Paul McShane, who was in his mid-30s, and he was a defender and never quite cracked it at United, but played around the Championship League, won that sort of thing. Um, he's moved, now moved on. They brought Tom Huddleston in, who's another guy who you know played for Hull and had a bit of a stint at Spurs, uh, but towards the end of his career as well. And they've given these guys coaching jobs, uh, but actually, actually got them playing in the Premier League Two division with the Manchester United Under Twenty One. So they they're like a player coach and they play with the youngsters. Do you yeah. think that's, yeah. that's something that you know has got some value? Maybe something that you could even instill at Western. Oh, I think it is a super idea. We've spoken about that many times. Um, if that exact role that uh, a senior player that is maybe not going to get a contract for the next year, but he's still a good player. But you know, he can come down and and help guide these guys around on the pitch. Um, I think there's a, definitely room for it. Unfortunately, here in Victoria, the MPL2, you, you can't have anybody over age. So anyone over the age of 23 isn't allowed to play. But I totally believe, yeah, there's a, there's a space for that, to have a, a real good senior player uh, in and amongst the guys that can show them what it looks like to, to lead, show them, um, you know, help them with pressing moments, help them with defending moments, um, so, yeah, look, in the old NSL, when, when I was coming through, any senior player that wasn't selected would drop down and play alongside us. And I was playing against next to senior players. And it, for me, it helped my game so much, listening to them, uh, the standards that they had, the ball speed that they would have. And, you know, I, yeah, I totally agree that there's a, a, a real place for something like that. Yeah, maybe something uh, needs uh, a chat that needs to be had with uh, Football Federation Australia uh, down the line, uh, Jura. Well, we should talk about the game tomorrow night, mate. Um, you know, Western United are, are reigning champions, but until recently, they've been um, rock bottom. What What do you think's gone wrong, if you like, this season, um, considering how well it was going last season? Yeah, it's, you know, the team that was just so incredibly hard to break down um, last year and, 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 like you said, champions to now um, being at that bottom end of the table, is, is it's a big change and, and something that's been really frustrating for everyone involved here. I think if John Alusi uh, had, had the answer to it, then he, he would have fixed it. But I think there's just been a lot of inconsistencies in that back line, a few players that probably haven't played the way that they... Uh, had performed last year for, for whatever reason. But look, I think when, when you have a look at a stable team or a team that's going to win a championship, that back line is always kind of the same players every week. And, and here at West United, it's changed way too often than, than the coach would have liked. Um, and and scoring goals probably hasn't been too much of a problem. You know, they've, they've scored goals, but obviously defending, uh, they've let um, way too many in, in this season. I, 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 I want to tread carefully here because I know you have to work with a lot of these people. So I, I'll just put it this way, mate. I mean, you had a very experienced squad last year. There's still a lot of that experience there. Is is there too much experience in the squad? Oh, if, you, if you're aiming towards are they uh, too old, uh, look, I, I don't think so because I think those guys are still performing really well. I think if you look at Jamie Young, he's still performing well. Neil Kilkenny's you know, hasn't missed a game or a minute, he's still performing really well. But yeah, look, it's, 
you know, like I said, if, if John had the, the, the answer to this, he would have implemented it. We've tried a lot of young players starting to come through and get chances. So, look, it's been a difficult year. Um, I don't think the age factor is really uh, that valid. I think there's some good younger guys in and, in and around them um, that they can learn from. But it's definitely yeah, been a really frustrating year uh, for everyone involved here. How much of a loss for you guys was Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Milanovic? Um, he obviously had to leave the club halfway through the season uh, due to fo- uh, non-football-related issues, and he's ended up at West Sydney Wanderers. I mean, he's he was a big part of you know the the youth that you were bringing through, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was with the club for quite a few years. Even when I was playing, he was he was starting through um, playing with the first team. But yeah, he he wanted to leave. He wanted to be back at home around Sydney. Um, so the the club granted that. You know, I, he was he was an excellent player, and when he came on, he always made a difference. But um, you know, the the club uh, agreed to letting him go. They didn't want to keep someone who wasn't um, who wanted to go. So yeah, he's gone to Western Sydney now. Whether that's a, a good move for him or not will we'll remain to be seen um, how much game time he does get. But, yeah, he's definitely a quality player and, and, and a very talented player. Well, they, they come up across, uh, of course, uh, Western United come up against the Phoenix tomorrow night, mate. Um, the Phoenix have played some very good football this year, but, man, they have blown some leads. I think it's 20, <laughs> 20 points they have uh, lost from winning positions in the league this season, which would have them ahead of Melbourne City if they'd held on to those. Uh, what have you made of the, of the Phoenix this season? Yeah, really good. I think uh, every year uh, Talay just continues to, to impress. I think he's a super coach. I think what he's done there over the time that he's been there uh, is very, very impressive. I don't know, maybe too many other coaches that would have been able to get the results that he's got, especially when you consider they, you know, his first few seasons was, was COVID ruined and, and they were living away from home and no home games. And he was still managing to, to get them as a... Um, uh, a top a top uh, six side so look I think he's been excellent I think again this year they play some really good football I think every time you turn on the telly that's an exciting game when, when the Phoenix are playing but uh, maybe a little bit similar when you, when you talk about um, you know giving up leads they've also mixed that back line up quite a few times as well Wooten's been out now for a little bit and then sometimes uh, Sutton's in or um, you know Laws is in or Payne so that inconsistency in the back line is, is, you know, it's it's not a coincidence that, you know, there's been some games that they've blown when they probably uh, could have held on to it. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's been frustrating from a fan point of view, as you can imagine, mate. Uh, so that when these two team, teams meet, given that you've played for both, you lived here for a long, long time, and, and you're currently an employee of, of Western, um, <laughs> what, what, colour, what colours are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm employed by Western United, and uh, they're sitting down the bottom of the table so I, I, w- I would love them to win but like I, I love watching the Phoenix play I, I really do like I said I'm a big fan of Calais and, and what he's been able um, to produce over there I think they're one of the more exciting teams and they have been over the last four years and yeah I love seeing you know uh, Alex Rufa being back oh, I love seeing him I messaged him when he came back um, to say you know well done he's got himself on the score sheet finally which was which was fantastic and um, you know it's yeah, a lot of like Clayton Lewis as well. I played with at international level. I'm really happy to see those guys. Sam Sutton, that was there. You know, I'm 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 really happy to see these guys doing really well. Yeah, no, it's great to see, mate. And uh, I really appreciate your time. I, I do have to ask though, a question that I've always wanted to ask you, Jura, uh, <laughs> is you know, as a, as a, whether it was as a player or even now looking back, there's one team that you love beating more than anyone else. Who is it? 
Uh, probably Melbourne Victory. Uh, I probably we didn't beat them probably enough as as I probably wanted to, but um, yeah, they were always a team that you you wanted to get one up on. So yeah, I'd have to say Melbourne Victory. No, it's uh, they're looking quite nice in the table then at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, another another team who is is really struggling, and again, the coach is probably thinking, I don't know what's going on here, but it's like we've just discussed, and I won't take up too much more of your time, but inconsistencies in in defence. And lineups, you know, they've changed their lineup so many times. So it's no secret that when you, you you are chopping and changing so often, it's hard to get that the consistency in results. Yeah, you're not wrong. And Popper's not exactly the worst coach running around either, is he? So exactly, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe out of his control. All right, Jura. Hey, listen, mate. Thanks very much for your time. I know you're a busy man, so I'll let you go. Enjoy the game tomorrow night, mate. And uh, thanks again for your time. No worries. Thanks, Ricardo. Great to chat, mate.